welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma. I'm Chippy. I forgot Hopefully. to my other podcast last night. I woke up at three o'clock in the morning and was like, oh, bollocks. At least you didn't. I got quite a long way through recording my other podcast once and realised I hadn't pressed record. <laughs> I was like, that was that was a real doozy as well. I was really into it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... I've decided I'd quite like to retire. Oh, doesn't bode well for me. No, I I, I went, to, I dropped Ben off at um, his like activity, summer activity camp today. And then I went to, they've opened up a brand new wet fish shop in our town. Don't pull that face. It's amazing. Do you wet like- fish. I mean, <laughs> wet fish. I don't, I live in one of the most cosmopolitan cities in the world a wet fish to me is someone who's a bit of a drip or a fish that's literally in its natural environment i think well i think that might be a hangover from what my parents used to call it so obviously when they had fish and chip shops that was cooked fish right so they always used to refer to wet fish as raw fish so it's like a butcher's but for fish a fishmonger it's a fishmonger yeah. if you will Fuck's sake. They've opened up a, a brand new fishmongers in our town and it's so beautiful. They've tiled it and it's the most beautiful shade of blue. Blue is my favourite colour. And I went in today. Is it? Yeah. Why? Is it? Yeah. Give you half a chance and you'll read everything. Bl- I don't, yeah, blue is my favourite go-to colour for decor. Interiors. Yeah interiors yeah absolutely and so because i was thinking i never see you wear blue because blue blue, the only blue that suits me is navy i look good in blue but i don't particularly like it oh no i like blue but But when i wear blue everyone's like oh you don't think i'm blue and i'm like great shut up they've um their tiles are really lovely blue the blinds match the blue and as i'm going in and i fully expected it to like be really expensive yeah but it was all right. I got some um, shell on prawns, and tonight I'm going to make peely prawns, which is right. one of my favourite things. So I fry some chorizo and onion, and then um, red wine, and then stick the prawns in. And <laughs> the dogs are excited. They're all over that. Can you fry the dog? Can you add the dog in? Is there some dog? He said, would you like anything else? I was like, do you sell chorizo? He said, we are a fish shop. I was like, why? So, well, sometimes you might have a little charcuterie section. I don't know. Yeah. But he said, judgy pants. And he had a big he had a big tattoo of a snake on his neck. And I was thinking to myself, you regret oh, that. No. I, I, oh, it's I, not. It's the only boyfriend I've had that doesn't have a tattoo. No. Oh. All loads of piercings, one or the other. Two are interchangeable in Chiffy's mind. Well, no, because I'm thinking I have an ex-boyfriend who doesn't have tattoos, but he has loads of piercings. And I'm assuming that that would also be a no for Gemma Bray. Not from aesthetics, but from a practical point of view. <laughs> but practically speaking, you don't work in the Bray household. I, I, I'm I, afraid. I, I would just be like. Careful you don't catch yourself on that. And I'd be constantly... Nothing worse, in my experience, nothing worse than when you've got bracelets on. So I always have loads of bracelets on. Um, And you catch your nipple stud on a bracelet in the shower as you go up to wash your hair. Anyway, uh, yeah, I sleep in my bracelets. I sleep in all my jewellery and I've always slept in all my jewellery. So um, up until... I had uh, I had everything stolen out of my car once, everything I owned stolen out of my car, and it was awful. And in it was a lot of my jewellery. For some reason, I wasn't wearing it all. I was, oh, God. Are you buckled up? I was going out with a boyfriend at the time that was like the definition. If you looked up gaslighting, it turns out, I didn't realise at the time, um, there'd be a big picture of his face. And... Uh, he didn't like, so I used to have a lip piercing. He didn't like it. And he told me that oh, I was weird and blah, blah, blah. So I ended up taking it out. 
I always think maybe I come across as someone who has their shit together or doesn't have their shit together, but has that together, if you see what I mean. And I don't, very much don't. And so, although at the ripe old age of 37 now, if, if someone said that to me, I'd tell them to get fucked. At the age of 18, I was like, <laughs> so I ended up taking out my lip ring um, and didn't like the way I dressed or the jewellery and blah, blah, blah. So I used to have jewellery everywhere and it all got nicked. So now I'm pared down. My husband took me on Tuesday to, we go to this jeweller who's I'm lucky that she's my friend's cousin so she's a friend of mine she's lovely she's the most incredible jeweler that I would never even be able to go to where not that she was a friend of mine and she designs she made my push presents for me I'm showing Gemma yes um and they're just they're diamond ones and on the inside wow they're diamond ones and on the inside they have the boys initials and their symbols so Ned's got stars Jim's got beetles and she made me a charm bracelet for my 30th and it's got a charm for each of the boys and it's got a charm for Joe. And every now and again, Joe will buy me a charm to put on it and it's lovely. And as you pointed out, I've only got two push presents, three babies, youngest is four. So just before I had Jack, Joe decided to leave his company and set up a new company. And we've been in financial straits ever since, as anyone who knows, like setting up your own company you never have the cash to splash until it's up and running. And then um, stuff happened. And so Joe was like, no, that's it. The, the baby is four that you pushed out. So we're going in. So on Tuesday, we went and saw Ming and she's, she measured my knuckles because I've got really fat knuckles and skinny fingers. So it's really hard to do a ring size for me because it's got to go over the massive knuckle, but then not waggle about. Anyway, finally, push present is on its way. So Jack, so Ned's gold with diamonds. Yeah. Jim's white gold with diamonds. Mm. Jack's going to be rose gold with diamonds. Mm. And Jack will have his initials and sons because that's his symbol, his little sons. You see, I don't wear any jewellery. Look, jewelryless. Do you just feel, sometimes you do. Sometimes I do. I go through phases, but I can't, if the thing is, I can't sleep. You can't sleep in it. Because it but makes also, me feel like I'm suffocating if I have rings your, on. Like your oxytocin necklace is big. You have quite, like, you've got, so I, I can imagine, whereas I always sleep in. See, I get really... Ugh. It's definitely part of my weird mental health. And by saying that, I mean my weird, like there is weird medical mental health stuff going on. I'm not just being like, oh, a little bit weird. So like my parents for my birthday, for my 21st, I adopted a dog from Italy. We'd gone on holiday to Italy. I'd fallen in love with this dog. They were trying to rehome it. And I said to my parents, 21st birthday present, please can I have this dog can we fly it over so when he died as dogs do um they got me this Tiffany necklace and they got his name inscribed on the back because they were like it was your 21st birthday present and obviously now you don't have him so so I can never take this off I can never take this off ever like I had you know when you go into hospitals and they're like can you take off all your jewelry I'm like no I'll take off my wedding rings. I'll take off, I can't take this off. So like, um, I go in, I literally go into any medical theater with like so much tape all over my body. Cause I refuse to take my nose stud out. And they're like, well, tape it up then. So I'm like covered in cellar tape. That's Chippy. She's the one dressed like the mummy over there. She's just wrapped her in tape. <laughs> She's got an, the only thing, the only thing I did. So when I broke my wrist, I lay on my bed. Uh, for about two hours with my children sort of prodding me and asking me if I was okay and eventually I phoned my friend Natalie doesn't listen to my podcast uh and I was like I just need you to come over and pick my children up so she came over and she was like once I saw that your face was sweaty and green I realized it was broken and she was like I really think you should go to A&E 
And I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll be fine. But I just need some time away from my children to heal. <laughs> and um, just before she left, I was like, oh, my God, I, I had this bangle on my wrist. And I thought it was just sprained. So I was like, can you take this bang? You have to take the bangle off. And so she was like, okay. So she had to take the bangle off and it was only, and it was, it was painful. Um, it was only when I got to the hospital and they were like, that's not swelling, that's bone sticking up. That I was like, I made her just take the bracelet over the bone sticking out of my arm, which was nice. I don't think I'm very sentimental about, I am, I don't wear my wedding ring. Did you wear your first wedding ring? Yeah, I just have a problem with weddings. Yeah, so that I'm wondering whether because and this is just this could be completely wrong, but I'm wondering if like if you wore because you're and oh psychoanalysis, but I think you're you you are a woman of your word. You got married. Well, you know, you got married. You meant it. You said your vows. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I hate weddings now. Every, every time anyone's doing a vow at a wedding, I'm like, oh, whatever, whatever. But, but that's what I mean. You meant it. You wore the ring. It was your. Do you know what I mean? And that. So I think probably realised that it's more than just it. a ring and a and a. Did you? Yeah. yeah. My, my dad was like, "Just throw it at him." I'm like, "No, I am pawning this bad boy." Like. Yeah, I'm getting everything I can from the shit. But I don't wear, Mike bought me a really nice engagement ring, but I found the, um, I found out how much it cost. I just don't wear it because. Oh, um, I, but do I you can't, because I'm so scared of losing it. Yeah, but it's insured if it's on you more than it's insured if it's in your house. Is that true? That is true because mine is worth a small fortune. Because Joe is terrible with money. It sounds like I'm here rolling in cash. It's not. If you give Joe £20, say, and you say to him, can you just go to the supermarket and buy some tomatoes? He will buy £19.99 worth of tomatoes. He cannot have it. So uh, luckily for me, <laughs> his grandmother died just before we got engaged. So God, don't lose that. That's I'm wandering around with it on. Your- but I got really paranoid about it. We did speak to the insurers. Probably a laundrette will unhelpfully message in and say, that's wrong. But I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm really scared about it. And they were like, if it's on you, it counts as your... Yeah, but the thing is, I've noticed that you've got your engagement ring in front towards the, your knuckle. So I always wear my engagement ring behind my wedding ring. If I, wear I think it. traditionally you're supposed to wear your wedding ring under your engagement ring. Well, I, well, I always thought that you wear them in the order that they were put on. <laughs> no, I don't know why it is, but I've got my wedding ring. But so I'm I'm suspicious, superstitious enough that Joe bought me a very nice wedding ring. Again, was friends with someone who works at this really swanky jewellers. So got my engagement ring and red, wedding ring from there. Got a wedding ring that had diamonds in it. Um, these push presents, they aren't hollow. The diamonds are just set in the rings um my wedding ring had hollow underneath the diamonds so they were really sparkly but I have sensitive skin and water used to get trapped under there and I used to get eczema so I used to find that I would be taking my rings off to wash my hands and we were in an airport in South Africa and I walked out of the loos and realized that I'd left my wedding ring and my engagement ring on the sink and luckily realized as soon as I left and went back in and got them but I was like, oh, no, I can't have this. So I ordered off Tinterweb a platinum wedding band that I had engraved with our wedding date on it and took it to the vicar who married us and went, can you bless this ring, please, so that it's not weird that I no longer wear my wedding ring. Um, and then I have my grandmother's wedding ring, which I really like the shape of because it's oh, hexagonal. Is it or octagonal? Octagonal. All right, spod. <laughs> Um, which I think is really unusual, but because I swell so much when I'm pregnant, none of my jewellery used to fit and it used to make me really miserable. And so my mum gave me my grandmother's wedding ring, which did fit. And so now I just wear it because it's nice. And I've got my mother-in-law's wedding ring. You're basically like B.A. Baracus. I am. I'm like nothing. I'm You're the face. Yeah, I like him. (laughs) Um, 
but yeah I don't know I feel like I love jewelry I feel I feel very much and I've I had this thing so my mother hated the fact that I used to get loads of piercings and it's very much a form of self-expression for me it's very much jewelry and piercings so when I had my lip pierced people would treat me differently and I loved that what do you mean like more positive or negative way or I felt like they treated me how I felt like I should be treated like a badass not necessarily but like they made a judgment about me and I think maybe I assumed that they would make a judgment about me and I was like well you can judge me for having a lip piercing because you're going to judge me about something anyway it's like I imagine I've got that song in my head that you hear on Instagram it goes I'm a boss I'm a bitch I'm, I'm a, a bitch, bitch I'm a boss and I'm a bitch I'm a boss yeah I don't know why but I literally I remember having it done and being like that is and looking in the mirror it's one of the few times that I looked in the mirror and was like that's my face and I really it's one of my biggest regrets is taking it out and I could get it redone but my mum was so so upset when I did it I don't think I can relive that I think my mum and mum and dad would care to be honest yeah, I'm not going to try theory out. I think if I did it now as a 40 year old, she'd think I was having some sort of midlife crisis. Yeah, and I think if I redid it now, every one I've made friends with since would be like, <laughs> and sometimes I toy with just popping something through it. Oh, no. Not, no, yeah. not in front of me. I popped something through my belly button studs the other day, and that worked. But then I was like, that's not. Yeah, I used to do a lot of them myself. I wanted to be a piercer for years. Well, it was going to be my job of choice. One of my friends has got infected. Yeah. Saline water, no twisting, witch hazel, job done. Anyone who's having problems with their ears. But also, I've been really lucky that my skin doesn't do keloid scars, which is the way they get really thick. Oh. Oh. What's happening? We're going in. That what? Oh, now is that a scar? Is it a keloid scar, or is it, it like a chicken pox? No, it's a scar from when right. they operated on my eye tear duct, and they had to go in through my nut. They drilled in through that part of my nose. Do you know what? I've got a wrist situation, and That's my. Not a, you just did it. That's not a scar. This <laughs> is a scar. No, but. <laughs> I always bang on about how I'm like, I know about skin. Um, But my skin was healing too tightly over the, I think there's too much scar tissue and my skin is too tight over the whole area. And so they've given me this thing of silicon that I sleep with it on, under a tubey thing. And it um, literally has reduced the scar. And it's amazing. And I didn't know. I know it's, I mean, I kind of know how it works, but I sort of don't. But it's really interesting. So I'm wondering if there's like a topical silicon thing you could put on. A, what was that? Wait, Is that your so ghost? Old. No, I'll tell you in a second. It's so old. And the, you know what the doctor said to me? So you wear glasses anyway, no one will be able to see it. Oh, fuck. That's such no, a, Was mom, it a man that said that? Yeah. My mum came round yesterday um, to yeah. watch the kids whilst I went to the gym. I, she, 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 she moves things. Like yeah. she moves stuff. Like I think that that plant was never there. She's moved that plant there. It's like I don't want that fucking plant there, and it makes me irrationally cross. So I'm gonna have to oh, get yeah. up now. I have to get up now and move it because it's annoying, and I just find it really disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want it there. Like she'd moved all of my vases around. Like she'd move flowers and put vases in different areas and it well and it it, it almost feels physical like when I was a kid if anyone had gone into my room and moved stuff I'd get like I don't get the rage anymore when I was hormonal like 13 I used to get really angry I said why are you in my room (laughs) like yeah still does it Mm, so this is a very good segue into what I mean I very nearly thought I wouldn't be able to record today oh because we're going on holiday tomorrow which is lovely 
we're going to Cornwall for a week mm. and then we're going to my mum's for a week and I've already sucked all enjoyment out of it there's not there's not a shred of enjoyment left oh dear what's happening because I don't have so my husband's doing that thing mm-hmm. I'm going to be general here I'm sure if there are people who live with women they might have a similar situation I'm going I'm going to be general mm-hmm. please don't take offense he's doing that thing that men do where the, he's going on holiday on Friday and his last meeting ends at two Oh. And so he's filling in as much time doing work as possible. Yeah. Before when at two, he'll be like, woohoo, I'm on holiday. Get in the car. Have a beer. Yeah. yeah. I'm meanwhile, my bed has got a dog lying on the packing that I've done. So I've got, I'm, I'm starting with the boys. I figure if I get, can get the boys stuff packed, then, then that's them done. So I've got piles and piles of each kid's, it's things like packing where three is a lot. Do you know what I mean? More than two kids when you're packing to go on holiday. I don't, <sighs> So I've just got piles and piles of their clothes. I've got a pack for me. I've got to do my work. No one's factoring in my work. Why would you? So Joe's like, I don't think I'm going to take my laptop on holiday. And I'm like, I've got to take my laptop on holiday because I've got to try and do some fucking work because I'm not getting any done this week. Do you know what I mean? So I'm already like, well, I'll just treat next week as a work week. My mum cannot, cannot, she seems to have, be physically incapable of being okay with me doing actual work. Oh, it's awful. You're always on your phone. Oh, God. Don't you're I always don't. on your phone. And it's like, oh. I can go to be on my laptop, but then you'll, you'll be cross that I'm not in the same room. So I don't know what. And then I've got to organise the dogs. So my mum's got one dog. I've got so I've just got to worry about two but then my sister's away this week so I've got her dog so I've got to travel with three dogs three kids to Cornwall the traffic's going to be shit I've packed snacks one of my dogs on heat so I've got to have nappies for her my dogs eat raw food so I've got to pack loads of raw food from the freezer that's not going to defrost by the time I I get there I would be driving in a different car behind the smell in that car is going to be I've got a roof box also, it doesn't smell. It will stay frozen, hopefully, for most of the way. But it's just things like that. And you're like, and last night, Joe, I was in the bar and Joe was like, should I pack another pair of trousers? And I said to him, look, I am packing for essentially eight people. You make your decision about your trousers. Don't I, I can't. I can't. And I thought it's really upsetting because it's quite nice when you're packing to have someone to bounce ideas off. Shall I take this dress? Do I need that? I, he doesn't have that luxury because he doesn't like if I didn't pack for the children. Last time we went away, I said to him, the bag's on the bed. Can you go and pop in what you want? He packed in a separate bag, put that in the car, left my bag on the bed. I arrived at my mum's house, no clothes. Like. So I've already and I already feel like I've sucked the joy out of it. Do you know what I mean? And I, yeah, and the and part of that is because, and I love my mum. She finds me very difficult to live with. She finds, she she's very proud of me. She's very she loves me. I, it's none of that. She finds me incredibly difficult to live with because I'm not. I I don't, you know. Sometimes Joe has to do some parenting. She finds that difficult. She's very traditional. She, yeah. And she and she married a man who said he never wanted to have children. You know, and so she wrangled two out of him. <laughs> and therefore she did everything. Right. He changed one nappy once. She did everything. But I'm like, that's your decision. Mm-hmm. I married a man on the understanding that he would do 50% of the parenting also married a man on the understanding that he would let me live in a life of luxury to which I was very easily to become accustomed he hasn't done that so I have to work in a way that she didn't do you know what I mean it's just different things but I know that I think she finds me quite tricky to live with for an extended period of time so I'm already and that thing you say with your mum like she moved the plant pot it it's not that you're easily inflamed. It's like you're already part of the way there with your mum. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're always... Well, the thing 
is I said to her last night, don't move anything. Like I was leaving her on her own in my house for an hour. Do not move, okay. Okay, love, I won't, I promise. I promise I won't. And I came in and I was like, I couldn't resist, couldn't resist, couldn't resist. Sorry, sorry, I just thought they looked better there. It's none of your business. What's the matter with your life? Why you wanna mess with mine? Don't like, keep dressing like, what I do. Like, I don't, I don't come into your house and like move your knickknacks around. That's not no, and it's. I think it kind of implies that you're not doing a good I think, job. Yes, yes, yeah. I think it's that because my mum, you know, my mum was here over the weekend she does she she just spent the entire weekend washing and ironing now I don't iron and she'll say to me I'm just doing it while your wrist is bad and I'm like you know that I don't iron if Joe wants Joe wears the shirts Joe irons his shirts I don't iron Mm -hmm. and my mum's like well that's awful it's like why I don't wear anything that needs ironing why should I iron his shirts Mm -hmm. I piss myself when I jump because of him he can iron a fucking shirt she you know what I mean? And she'd be like, oh, that's so crude. It's so crude. Joe's fault that you, your, your, your pelvic floor. My children's heads. <laughs> oh, I see. Were 100 percentile, except for Jack, who I was like, look at his tiny head. And they were like, it's 99th percentile. Jim's forehead is still unfathomably huge. Like, they, and Joe used to get called spam at school. It's like a, it's, it's a family trait that they have these massive big spammy forehead like and we how we laugh it wasn't funny getting them out it wasn't so and it's just that thing of like it's not and and I think to them they're like well I just moved a few things and you're like but it it completely builds up and undermines the and and reinforces the fact that that I'm not good enough and they would probably be horrified. They'd be like, of course you're good enough. You're amazing. You've done all of this. And look at your house and look at your kids. And after she, when she left, she was like, oh my God, you're such an amazing mum. You're so good with those boys. They're so full on. You're really good. So I don't, you know, I know that she doesn't, it's not that intentional judgment, but I think when it's your mum, you're like, well, I'm just living with 37 years of quiet levels of you're not good enough that I know better you know what I mean? So, I'm, I mean, God, the holiday is going to be great. And also she does things like I said, I've packed, I've got um, three books to take to Cornwall. Mm. And she's like, well, you're not going to get any reading done. I'm like, oh. Mm. oh, great. No relaxing, Gemma. No relaxing on holiday. No, like, the, it's that happen. sort of thing where you're like, Can, Why? Also, I read for half an hour in bed every night. So are you going to come and sit on the bed and poke me every time I pick up my book? Not for you. You must be a martyr 100% of the time. I mean, my dad actually thinks it's shocking that I I don't iron Mike's shirts. Um, Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Shocking at all. It's one of the reasons why I married him. He knows how to use an iron. Yeah, why should you iron his shirt? I just... And I do understand that, like... In for their generation, that the man was often the primary or only breadwinner, and therefore housework, ironing the shirts, comes under the mm-hmm. housekeeping. Do you know what I mean? I, I get it, but but we're in a situation where you and Mike are 50-50 breadwinners, if not yeah. slightly skewed the other way. But and <laughs> Well, do you know what I mean? You're not slacking on that front. And my parents, like, but they work, they they worked 50-50 in a fish and chip shop. So, you know, I wouldn't. They did. My... I knew that. Why the? Oh. It's the well, it's that old-fashioned that thing, and we see it a lot in the Facebook group where it's like, and I'm getting it at, about this holiday, where it's like they worked 50-50 in a fish and chip shop. Mm-hmm. Who was in charge of cleaning the house? Mom. Who's in charge of doing the washing? Mm-hmm. Who's in charge of looking after you and your sister? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's that thing of like, Joe's getting ready for his holiday. How's he doing that? 
he's working every single minute of the day and if he's not working because heaven forbid i've asked him to like he cooks he cooks most of the meals he cooks most of the meals that's because i'm on a mental knife edge and he's worried that i'm going to flip onto the side where he has to do a lot more help but like there's so many things where it's like you both come home from work mm-hmm. and then the man often gets to sit down put his feet up and suddenly you've got to do yeah I don't know how long it, actually looking back like she'd get back from the fish and chip shops probably about half ten at night after I've been there all day and then she'd start on the washing make sure the uniforms were ironed and I don't yeah. know how she did it no but one thing she did say because they used to own a and b as well and she said that was the hardest ever job that she'd ever done why because there was so much it was so full on because people were living in your home like mm. guests and also the bed changes so it used to be near manchester airport so we'd get a lot of people who had a delayed flight so they'd come and only stay for a night and then she'd have to turn a whole room around and yeah and i think it's almost like extra parenting mm. isn't it because it's like you have to do all of that stuff in your home caring for other people and the thing that joe has always been very good about is because he got made redundant when ned was tiny he was at home and he was like i've I now realise that the 45 minutes I used to stand in someone's armpit on the tube reading my book was like a spa break Mm -hmm. that you don't get if you're at home with the kid all day. Speaking Um, of... I sent... I bought us one. We're going away for the weekend. You surprised me with this now. How lovely. um, There was a lady on the Tom Facebook group who had four sets of twins or three sets (gasps) of twins or a spa. But, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Bloody deserves it. I couldn't believe it. I, I, yeah. I just have like, my brain can't fathom it. No, I did have my um, stand-in mother-in-law for came over yesterday, and which was great because it did mean she entertained my children. Um, but she was like, you know, it's the hardest time of your life. You've got kids that need looking after. You're working. She did say something which made me want to put my head in a blender, which mm-hmm. was if you haven't got your job sorted, but your career sorted by the time you're 30, you'll never do it. I was like, right. So I'm fuck faced. Anyway, so um, she here. Uh, but she was like, you know, and then you have my generation. So she's in her mid sixties and we, and we just sit around and don't do anything. Now she hasn't got kids, but I'm a bit like that mid sixties sitting around not doing anything is the only thing that gets me through 90% of the days. What, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like one day I'm going to, like I always say to my mum, she thinks I'm weirdly obsessed with it. But I'm like, do you sometimes do you wake up and let the dog out, make a cup of tea and then get back into bed and read your book? And she's like, no, what if someone comes around? And I'm like, I wouldn't give a shit. I would like, that is getting me through having a kid in my bed most nights. One of them, like Jack literally spent about four hours on the loo the other night after bath time. So just when you think you're home straight, they're all about to be in bed. You can go and try and get your daily work done in two hours before you have to go to bed. No. Jack decides he's going to spend three hours on the loo. Not not doing much. <laughs> but, you know, I, I can just hear my mum in my head going, oh, no, get piles, love. Don't sit on the well, top. No, But that's the thing. So, but he's four and he doesn't give a shit about anyone's feelings. So literally, I was just like, get, look, it's not good for you to sit on the loo this long. I'm sure you've finished. Have you finished? No. Ah. Oh. <laughs> um, and I just am like, one day, you're all going to be sorted living by yourselves or living with friends or married or whatever. I'm going to be with my dog reading my book with a cup of tea in bed. And you'll phone me and be like, my kid has just spent three hours sitting on the loo and I'm so stressed. And I'll be like, that's awful. 
Bye bye now. That's what but, um, I've signed Tom up to Army Cadets. <gasps> I said to him, now this doesn't mean that you're allowed to join the army. Like from a very young age, I've said to them that I, I can't cope emotionally if they join any of the armed forces. Not because no. I couldn't cope. I'd be so frightened that something would happen to them. Um, so I said, I said, but you need some, you need this now. You need this in your life. You're getting a yeah. minute to learn self-discipline a bit of a minute. And I said, but doesn't mean you can join the army. And they said, like, oh, why would you join the army cadets? I said, well, because the police cadets had too long a waiting list. <laughs> Gone to the other extreme. My, um, yeah, I've, I've made my kids vow never to go. Oh, I've got two dogs on my packing now. Um, yeah, yeah, my kids are not allowed to. But I, but but I, what I basically wanted to speak to the laundrettes about and stuff. I because I genuinely felt in a bit of a mental hole this morning about this situation because it. I I can't. Usually, I'm quite good at flipping it, and and this morning I've just been unable to to make the difference between. Like, we're going to have a lovely time. This is so exciting. Hi, Ned. Thanks, sweetie. Dog attacked you. Okay. Between, this is, you know, great and lovely and I'm having a lovely time and I'm so stressed I can't even see straight and I'm not going to get anything done. And when I have a minute to get anything done, I can't do anything because I just stare into space. Do you know what I think some of it is? And I was thinking about it, um... I've ordered myself a book. The dog's bloody eating it. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, carry on. A brand new book or second-hand book? It is second-hand. I don't want to alarm anyone, but I think someone in my family has picked up the hoover. No, that's... You're hallucinating. It must mean that someone's broken something. Yeah. It's mean that. But I think... I was thinking about this, actually, yesterday, because I was having something similar, and I can't... Do you know what it is? This is what I think this is what it is for me. I think we've forgotten how to have fun over yeah. the past 18 months. I think we've just forgotten that these things are meant to be fun. And and I think the fact that we haven't had to do this. Yeah, and we've just got out of the habit. For 18 months means it's a big deal. Yeah. Whereas and, probably and, and two like years ago, I'd have just been like... <laughs> Do you remember when, like, it was um, the millennium and everyone was yes. like, oh, it's going to be the best New Year's ever. Nah, 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 nah. And it's like, wh- when you do that thing where you're like, this has to be fun, this has to be fun, it takes all the fun out of it. It's yeah. like enforced fun. And I think, especially if it's your first holiday, and we're, we're not going on holiday this year, um, but it's like, right, we've not had a holiday for ages, so this has to be fun. We're going to make it yeah. up. And it, and it just adds an, an extra layer of pressure. Yeah, I think it, I, I think. Especially because you feel responsible as the mum to be the orchestrator of that fun. The I think if I had had, if I could, if I could have a child free day that where I could get things sorted for my Facebook group, get a couple of episodes of my other podcast recorded um and that sort of thing if then and I didn't have to take my laptop with me or whatever it might be different but the fact that I know that I'm going to arrive and and what has to happen is I have to wait until everyone's asleep and then I have to work because otherwise I have people saying oh you should be being a complete so like then I'm knackered um but, but the answer to that would be the reason why I'm able to be around my kids is because this is how I work. Yes, but actually what should happen is I should be able to do my work. I should be able to open my laptop and do an hour's work. Of course, in the day. Well, that's what I mean. If someone says <laughs> to you, what are you doing? I can't believe you're on your phone. You're always on your phone. Because well, I used to say that. I used to say, you, you know. But well, also. dropped me in it the other day. Oh, she's always on a phone to my mom. Yeah. Like, that's because it's my job. Would you rather me like go I, to an office? I could go into an office and be there for nine hours a day, five days a week. Or would you rather me pick my phone up every now and again 
in the day and be around. Yeah. It's so, and that's... Because you can't have it both ways. No. And I have been really good about being less of a workaholic, but it's just that thing of like, you have to have things in place if you're going to be away for two weeks. You know, you can't just be like off. And because usually during the summer holidays, Joe and I have a meeting and I say, right, what, when am I having time? Love it. We have a meeting and we put... <laughs> we put in the hour that I'm allowed to have to myself a day to do a full day's work in that hour. But we haven't done that this week because Joe's got to get ready for the holiday. You know what I mean? It's just that thing where you're like, fuck. Well, this is, this is the way I would look at it. Right. This is the way I would look at it. If I were you, I would try and spin it like this in my head. So you have the way you work is because you work from home and because you work for yourself. When I say flexible, I don't mean easy. Those yeah, two, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. you are able to work flexibly. And also I would hazard a guess that potentially you quite enjoy what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. I, I mean I would like to make some money that's the thing is that because I'm at this situation at the moment where I'm doing stuff I'm getting stuff in place do you know what I mean whereas you can't, what, what I'm trying to say is you know you can't you don't have a traditional job where you can take leave no no so you're so don't I I would be you know whenever I go away I always take my laptop but I can't leave my laptop at home I just can't yeah you know, it's just, that's just how it is. You know what I mean? It's just, that's yeah. just the way, the way the, that's just the way it is. And and it's, it's like that. And it's being able to just, you know, go, well, I'm not going to do two hours. I'm not going to do those two hours today. I'll do them tomorrow. And that flexibility, the trade-off for that is that, you know, and this is what people don't like, don't necessarily understand when they say, I can't believe you're on your phone. I say, well, I'm on my phone because my job isn't traditional doesn't finish at five I don't get yeah. days paid leave a year I don't get bank holidays and I love that so this you know so when I was doing network marketing I earned more so I could sass back and be like this is how I make my the more basically the more I'm on the, my phone the more money I make the more people I'm chatting to the more content I'm creating the more money I make I don't do that now so I think have an extra layer of guilt on myself of like now I'm on my phone but I'm not making that money but actually I'm on my phone less but it's not like you know even the course I'm doing the course I'm doing is online learning so I need to be online for that as, as the name suggests do you know what I mean but it, people are like oh oh she's yeah, it's like, would you, I just, it is, I think it is, I think I do need to just be like, you know, if someone leaves a jumper behind, I might just, after this, pack what I've got. I am say, my sister is the most organised person in the world, apart from you, and she's shops. already... They'll have shops. What? Got shops. They'll have shops. She's got her, her kids are the same age as my kids except I've got Jack um and so like we can borrow stuff but there are shops Amazon delivers like I don't need to so I might just do it but I did thank god if I'm feeling like this and I feel like I most of the time I you know I'm not the most organized person I'm not the most chaotic person I I feel pretty much on a, on a level and I thought I bet there are loads of laundrettes who are just feeling this I just I, f I feel the grind oh, yeah. of the summer holiday and I and I shouldn't it should be pleasant and part of it is I I do think boys have different hard bits <laughs> to girls okay, so, rewind <laughs> yeah can't think of a better way to phrase it but like I'm always very smug my friends who have daughters because I'm like haha teenage girls what a fucking nightmare I don't want to deal with that but having a, an eight-year-old a six-year-old and a four-year-old in the summer in London with the eight-year-old who only wants 
he really just likes growing up company. So he's like, can you play chess? Can you teach me how to play chess? Can you play chess? Can we play chess now? And you're like, okay, if I get this done, I might be able to play chess with you. My dad would love, my dad would love that. Do you just, just send him to my dad? I'll just send him to you. But that's the thing. And it's like, I can't play chess. I've got to pack. I can't to do this. I've got to do that. And I think, I wonder if girls are a little bit more self-sufficient at that age where they're like, I want to play. I'm going to go in the garden. I'm going to make a perfume out of rose petals. Yes. Great. Fuck off to the garden. (laughs) The best one in the world. Whereas I have, can we play chess now? You said one minute. Is that one minute now? I'm going to put a timer on the oven. So it's one minute. That kind of thing. Can we watch telly? Can we watch telly now? I've sent... I've sent you a thing to your phone to ask for more screen time on my phone so I can become a Shaolin master. Great, great. Like, uh, and so. Mm. What's been your positive of the week, Chippy? Holly. Holly is my positive of the week. No, she is. Holly, I should say that Holly is my positive of the week every week. Holly, Holly, Holly is literally my right-hand woman, quite literally for the last six weeks. Um, but also... She's a, a she's an avid laundrette, and she said to me, she always says, "I loved your positive of the week this week." And I go, "I don't listen. What was it?" <laughs> and then this week, she was like, "Well, you know what your positive of the week is going to be." And I was like, "What was it, Holly?" And she told me. And then two days later, she was like, "What's the positive of the week?" And I was like, "What is it, Holly? I've forgotten." My positive of the week is I have been signed off to drive. I can drive. Oh, amazing. My surgeon has signed me off. I've still got a cracked bit of bone that needs to be reabsorbed into my body. And that's uncomfortable. But I'm allowed to drive. uh, And I just have to keep on having my hardcore physio. And I don't have to go back to my surgeon unless the the plate needs taking out. Um, So hurrah, I can drive. The thought of my husband driving to Cornwall, like... He's so good at so many things. But it is like you put someone in an alien spaceship every time he gets into a car. And he thinks he's great. So he won't listen to any advice about the fact that being in the fifth gear at 10 miles an hour is not ideal, etc. So so being able to drive is huge. And it's my positive of the week. What's your positive week, apart from your nails, which you've been... Have you just had them done? The week I have a rant of the week. Oh. My bins haven't been emptied for four weeks. What? You know why? I did see this. I saw bits of this on Instagram stories. Because of Brexit. Yeah. Because of coronavirus, two new people. There's, there's a shortage of HGV drivers, right? So HGV. Yeah, so we have um, two bin collections. We have our black bin, which is general waste, and then we have our recycle bin. The general, Luckily, the general waste bin has been fine. So they get taken every other week, right? So they alternate, yeah? Yeah. And the recycle bins have not been collected for, I would say, five weeks. <gasps> the whole of my town, the rubbish blowing around, it's just ridiculous and I, I'm having a rant here because I know it's not the lady on the other end of the phone's fault at the council so I'm not yeah. going to answer her I felt so sorry for the other day when I phoned her up because she was just like I don't know what to tell people it's awful I live in the same town as well my bins also haven't been emptied you know yeah it's awful we have we just haven't got enough staff yeah and but it's just really starting to smell now and what about if you t- take it to the tip? Is the tip for take it to the tip because you have to have an appointment for the tip because of coronavirus and it's all booked up. Ah, <sighs> oh, I don't. I don't. I, I'm a. I'm a natural solution finder, and I have no solution for you. We were going to uh, so, and then and then another thing that happened. We had to evacuate the house that you saw, didn't you? At the weekend. yeah gas. And that was just, they're still outside fixing it now, five days on, because the gas pipes, the original gas pipe from the, when they originally built the house, was so old that it was corroded in so many places that gas was just seeping out. So they've had to trace it all the way back to the road. They're digging the road up. It's just an app. It's just, just want to do that. 
Yeah. <laughs> to send my neighbours a bunch of flowers because we had to evacuate them as well and they had guests. <laughs> it was just awful. So I've not had the best of weeks. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's going to get better. And so they will just come and take the bins. That's all I want, just the bins to go. When does Thomas start his army cadets? Not till September. Oh, okay. Do your kids, are they doing stuff during the summer? Yes. What do you mean? Well, like summer camps. No, well, their, their dad is is back in the country now. And he, are and they seeing him? Yes, yeah, so they're going to do some activities with him over the summer. Is he just here for the summer? Yeah, and Tom is, because Tom's of that age now, um, he's going to he's going to Thorpe Park on his own on Saturday for the first time with his friends. Yeah, he's doing, he's having that sort of summer. Yeah. And also he's um, coming with me down to the bottom of the garden in a bit because the chickens, one of the chickens is a bully. She's a bully chicken. So oh. I phoned up a chicken charity and I was like, what do I do about my chicken? She's plucking all of the feathers out of my other chicken's bottoms. And she's like, what you need to do is you need to buy a se- separate coop yeah get and then put chicken wire in the middle so they can still see each other you know they so she's still got company and everything else she's, she's, old. she's segregated she's yeah. segregated but she can't bite all this basically what she's doing but but, but oh i have i've got a positive the yeah. family chicken let me go in and pick her up and cuddle her the other day oh. First time she, like, she's been getting a little bit more confident and like you go in and she'll She'll just stand there and you sort of stroke her and she goes, ruffles and then walks off. Yesterday, the other day, she didn't walk off. So I was like, oh, what, do you want me to, do you want a cuddle? And she, she didn't cry. So I sort of picked her up and I didn't know how on earth to cuddle a chicken. So I just sort of stroked her for a little bit. and then... <laughs> It's like, it's like having a chat with, I don't know, David Attenborough. Um, and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall speak to you all. Or are we going to speak to you all next week? Because are you? Yeah, we'll to... be in Cornwall. Okay, we might be able to hear some seagulls then. We'll be in Cornwall. Also, I think I'm slightly mentally scarred because Cornwall is my spiritual home, and I love it. And I might, I'm worried that I'll go and never come back. Yeah, could happen. Just me and the dog with her nappies. Everyone else can go back to London. Me and my moon dog will just stay in Cornwall. <laughs> Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye-bye. Bye. Right, stop recording right